This is Life, Body, Business, Impact with Fatima. Welcome, friends. I'm so grateful to have you here. I'm your host, Fatima Ingalls, fitness expert, best-selling author, lifestyle entrepreneur, founder of the Life, Body, Business, Fit Systems, and co-founder of the amazing Freedom Retreats. My mission is to positively impact 10 million lives, to inspire you to wake up and live from your bucket list of dreams instead of waking up one day with a bucket list of regrets. Get ready to be inspired with weekly episodes and interviews that disrupt your thinking and motivate you to build your best life, body and business. To change one life is to change many. So come with me now and let's get started with yours. Big hello and welcome back to another episode. Today, I have the pleasure of chatting with the girl director, otherwise known as Rachel Dunn. Rachel is an accomplished video director that has directed music videos for people such as Vanessa Amorosi. She's helped thousands of people to be creative with video and disrupted their thinking to be inspired to follow their own crazy ideas. She's a very successful global entrepreneur, a best-selling author. She's currently creating a documentary about elephants and will be traveling to Africa very soon. Rachel's also a regular judge at the Noosa Film Festival Awards. We are so blessed to have her time today. Rachel, it's so wonderful to have you here. I'd love for you to share with our audience in one or two minutes a little bit about yourself. Thank you so much for having me, Fatima. It's um, wonderful to be here. Uh, A little bit about my story to inspire others would be, you know, follow your crazy ideas. And we'll get into that um, a little later, I think. But right now, I guess my background is I came from a country town and I grew up in Mount Gambier, which is in in a little country town in Australia, And um, I didn't really have mentors or people telling me, oh, this is what's possible. But I had a vision of being a music clip director from the age of 15. So I've been working in the video space and learning to tell stories through music. And um, so from the age of 15, I really uh, worked hard and I had a really strong vision that that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a music video director. And really, um, I got my first job in television in 1990. And then from 1990, I just worked my way up. I worked in the dungeon of the, of the TV station, putting commercials to air for hours and hours and hours every day for about two years. And that also was perfect training because everything rolling out on Facebook and, and what you see out there today, I've seen thousands and studied thousands and thousands of ads. So I know what works really quickly and what doesn't work. And the same things are rolling out. And so while I was working at television, I started my video business and my video clip business. And it took me a couple of years, but I started working with people like Vanessa Amorosi, um, Adam Harvey, a lot of the country music artists, because I could tell stories with music. And that's really a foundation of, of where we are today with Girl Director. Girl Director is really about a brand that empowers uh, women to create content and videos and, and helps them to be confident and have a voice to share their message around the world. So that's really developed over the last 25 years. <laughs> so overnight wow. success in 25 years. <laughs> I know. There is no such thing as an overnight success, is there? No, absolutely like that not. picture of the iceberg where you see the tip of it, but you don't see how much of the iceberg is underneath. That's kind of like the entrepreneurial 
journey in life, isn't it? Yeah. So that that's really it in a nutshell. But um, Girl Director is a superhero character and that's really our business name and the core of what we do is we're a superhero for people to be able to shine and make really professional content. So... I love that, but how much of the Girl Director Superhero is connected with you and your own personal journey? Girl Director, when um, I was in working in television, what happened was uh, I had a redundancy went through and, and it shocked me. I really felt like I lost my identity. And especially working as a director in quite a male-dominated space at that time, I thought, well, how can I stand out? How can I create marketing or emails that stand out, grab attention, and they're a little bit sexy but also edgy and creative? So I created a character so that I didn't have to be the face of my brand, and that's where Girl Director was born. So she was my alter ego, I guess you'd say, and I could be playful with her because then I wasn't taking the risk. I love it. And as you know, I absolutely love what you have at the end of all your videos, which I'll pop a link in here for everyone to have a look at. But you've got the best outro I have ever seen of this woman on heels. You can hear the heels and then she just like whacks her heels straight into a film reel. And it is so impactful and powerful. So I love it. I love the alter ego. I'm thinking in relation to you going from being in in employment to becoming an entrepreneur, and following what I assume is a passion or was a passion at the time still is, what fears did you face? I've just had this drive ever since I can remember. And I think it comes from my dad because of he owned a record store and he showed me what it was like to be an entrepreneur and work for yourself. And so when redundancy hit and I did start to be a director on my own, I I faced every fear. I have had every fear that I can imagine. I've had sales, so talking to people, even talking to people on the phone was a fear. Driving anywhere was a fear. Um, Marketing my business was a fear. I just knew how to make amazing content, but I was scared of of, um, the world and I was certainly undervaluing myself. So I didn't price myself accordingly. I just gave, 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 and I... I wondered why I wasn't making the money or I was wondering why I was getting uh, like a wall all the time. I just didn't understand. I kept giving and I kept creating really good stuff, but it just kept coming back and this negative stuff just was around me. So my fears, I let my fears win and I just, you know, at the end of the day, when, when that happens, you burn yourself out and that's what happened to me. Okay, that's a really good point. I'd love to come back to talk to you about burnout because you are a successful entrepreneur for many, many years and I know how hard you work. Um, So burnout is something I'd love to talk about and your health. But I just want to go back to fear again. You said that you faced every fear possible and you were undervaluing yourself. What was driving those fears? Because you've talked about your alter ego and you've talked about these fears that you faced and undervaluing yourself. What was really the underlying factor that was driving all those fears that you were having? The core of everything was I'm not enough. I can't, I, I can't do enough or I can't create enough or nobody's going to like me or I'm scared of what people think. And that's really, the, that's underneath everything. So um, that's something I've really worked hard on over the years. And sometimes it comes back and bites you on the butt when you don't expect it. But it's, it, you just got to push through and you realise that, that that little voice is just a little voice and you can stop it. In relation to those fears and the fact that you still have them come up, 
what are some tactics that you use? Because I know that myself, I have this, have had the same thing, still do have fears that come up at different stages of my journey. And I know that there are people listening that are facing the exact same thing in their journey as an entrepreneur or in life in general. So what are some things that you do to now overcome those fears and get past them faster than what you did in the past? I think realising what they are to start with and realise this morning actually when I was on my walk because we're, we're creating a documentary at the moment and I think one of my fears has been coming up around that. So what I do, what I did on my walk was like listen to it, acknowledge it and go, you know what? It's just a fear. You create your reality by what you think and your behavior. And so just even realizing that, that you can and you have control over your thoughts and your thoughts are behaviors. And if you are taking the actions every day to stretch yourself and if there is anything there that you don't know how to do, you find the help. You know, say, for example, with the doco, I'm, I'm finding a Hollywood um, story writer to help me in some of the areas that I may not be um, good at or I feel like I need some help. So I feel like help and mentors have been, I have, I have worked with mentors my entire career, whether it's the music video side and I wasn't aware they were a mentor at the time. But when I look back, even at school, I would, I would actually follow teachers around that I really liked because I, I would learn from them. And it's exactly the same now. I, I want to learn from people that, that, I can, that I can learn from quickly to fast track me so I don't have to do it myself. I love all of that. And that was one of the questions I was going to ask you was in relation to coaching and mentoring. So even though you have this amazing business and brand and you are helping thousands of people and have helped thousands of people over the years, tell story through their video and, and monetize all of this, you are still having your own coaching and mentoring. So I think that's a really important point to, to take on board. How can you help other people expand and grow if you're not constantly stretching yourself? I think that's really important. I 100% agree with that. And I like to say that, you know, life is a forever journey, whether it's in your business or in life. And if you've got that growth mindset and that attitude that you don't know it all and you're always going to be growing, I think it's a really exciting thing. You surround yourself by people you want to become. So if you find amazing mentors and you're in their circles, how exciting is that? Can you imagine had you not invested in coaching and mentors, where would you be now? Would you, do you think that you would be where you are with your business and with your own personal growth? You know, I think that it would have taken me a lot longer if I didn't get guidance because I'm one of these people that is very creative. So I have lots of ideas. And I think when I speak to a lot of creative people, this is the thing that they struggle with. They have so many ideas and they follow too many of them without the focus on one to get one humming and one working really well. So then they can start bringing in the other ones. Because if you focus on too many things, and, and that's what I would have done. I had so many ideas and I wanted to do them all, but focusing on Girl Director and really making that work well was then going to lead me down the path to other things. I think that's a really amazing point. I can totally relate to that because you're a right-brainer. I'm a right-brainer, although I always used to say to you, I'm not a creative person. I was definitely one of these people with these thousands of ideas and like shiny things and um, thanks to you, I now do see myself as a creative person. Thank you for that, Rachel. It's a really great point that you talked about focus as well because so many people that I speak to, 
one of their biggest challenges is focus, focusing on one course of action until successful. So it's a great point that you made that you've focused on Girl Director brand and you've grown Girl Director into such an incredible and iconic brand. Why women in particular? Why is Girl Director, obviously with the name Girl Director, but why have you focused specifically on women? One of my other fears was I was terrified of being on camera and being a perfectionist and helping other people to be amazing on camera, I would always see them as being absolutely stunning and gorgeous. But then when it was my turn to be in front of the camera, I was just like, why can't other people do that for me? And I, I just really didn't like what I saw back. And so I really had to work hard on my own um, camera confidence. So I felt that, especially for women, there was a real... I just understood how they felt and I understand because I'm, I'm a woman and I understand the sensitivity of being and, and feeling good in front of the camera and what that means for your self-esteem and how you present yourself and your business. So also women uh, share stories in a, in a very different way and we do work with guys but I find that a lot of guys will say, it's a, I see this a little bit like the GPS, when... <laughs> When you're in the car, it's like, no, no, I know the way. I don't need to put the GPS on and then we'll get lost. <laughs> so with video, I find that um, women are very open to, to learning. And if guys are open to learning, absolutely love helping both. So that's really, that's really how it's evolved. And I guess you attract people like yourself um, in a lot of ways. You're a mirror. So I know being a woman that I can help women to step up. That's fantastic. Uh, you certainly helped me with my camera confidence because what I had failed to mention was that I first met Rachel from Girl Director when I attended, a few years ago, I attended one of your half-day video workshops because I knew that I needed to use video in my business and I certainly was one of those women who did not have the confidence to, to, get, to get out there on video. You know, how did my hair look? Was I having a bad hair day? How did my face look? And when you start looking at yourself on video, as I learned, it was, it was, yeah, it didn't feel so comfortable, but the only way to get better at it was to do it over and over again. So I also partook in a challenge that you run to help people create, um, to build more confidence in front of the camera. Can you tell us a little bit about how you do that and how if, the, if our listeners are struggling with getting on video because video is such an important part of building their business. They're struggling with getting on video. What are some things that they can do? How do you help women and men overcome this three camera confidence challenge? Took a couple of years to create the exercises as they are today. And when we first had this idea, because you're, when you are struggling with seeing your image, you're in your head. You're, you're very much in your head and you're, you feel bad about the image that you see back. So we've come up with uh, a few exercises to really help people to, they, they, kinda, they get a surprise when they do day one because it's not traditionally, they may not even be on camera for day one. So it's really twisting the brain and, and going, oh, okay. So you're out of your head and you're having fun with it from day one. And then from there, you progress up to day seven where you're starting to do things that you never thought you'd do. So it, it's, it's creative, it's right brain focus, but it actually changes lives in ways that I never knew possible. Um, so many people have said that it's really helped them catapult into what they're doing today, which is, which is what we want. 
That's, that's really, really wonderful and very helpful. I'm going to include a link in the notes so that I know you've got the, um, the challenge ongoing throughout the year. So I will include a link so that anyone who wants to partake in that, they can Absolutely. get on board. And Fatima, I'll just say that, you know, watching you and, and you share your story because it's really important for a lot of people to share their story and your story is what connects people. And when you started to share your story, just the changes that happened within you was amazing to watch. So, you know, well done for taking that on and, and sharing your story. Thank you. And thank you for challenging me continually because if you haven't heard my story, I will put a link into it. I did share my story, a very raw, ugly truth without the right lighting, without makeup, while I was having a terrible bad hair day. I even cried while I did it because I didn't have the confidence for so long. I mean, how many months was I talking about sharing the story, Rachel? Yeah. Really? It was, like, Come on, just do it. <laughs> it was do months it. and it was always mm. going to be tomorrow or after I've been to the hairdresser and I've got nice hair and, and I finally just sat down and did it. Uh, I didn't edit it. I certainly didn't watch it back because... I knew with my own fears and my own confidence issues and the fact that I was sharing a really raw personal story that I would pick it apart. So I scheduled it to be posted through social media and made sure I had my phone nowhere near me at the time that it was being posted. And, and Rachel helped me to be able to do that. And it certainly helped grow my confidence over the years in relation to getting in front of the screen and, and on video to help build my own business. It's, you can't take your eyes off it. It's a really powerful story. So if you haven't seen Fatima's story, definitely go and watch it. Well, thank you, Rachel. I'd love to go back to talking about your health. Yeah. Being such a busy entrepreneur, how do you manage self-care and your health? How do you not burn out? I think it, it all started, well, I've had burnout once and what happened around the redundancy time is I was diagnosed with something called narcolepsy, which is a sleeping disorder where you fall asleep and you can fall asleep um, very quickly. Some people drop on the floor. Um, you may see goats on YouTube where they just collapse running around. <laughs> that kind but of thing. Goats have narcolepsy. Yep. Animals wow. have narcolepsy too. Dogs have narcolepsy. And narcolepsy, what it is, is actually when your brain goes into REM when, well, for me, when I laugh. So if I laugh, that's the time that I can collapse. And so what happened was I was put on medication around that time to prevent me from sleeping. Now, at the time, I thought, awesome, I get really cool medication. It's going to help me lose weight and I'm just going to work and work and work because I have the energy now. And they weren't good drugs, let me tell you. They were not good, weren't good tablets at all. And for seven years, I was on these tablets and I completely burnt out because I, I was starting to get paranoid. I completely had a meltdown and I remember um, feeling just everything was collapsing around me because I wasn't valuing myself. So I found that um, that was my melting moment where I was completely shaking on the floor and I was hearing... Um, burglars and things outside and there was actually a burglar out there but I, my hearing and everything was accentuated through these tablets and I was just a wreck so I ended up stopping the tablets I, I went back to Adelaide to stay with my mom for a while and I needed to rest and so I really stopped everything so I could start listening to what was important to me 
and I stop taking medication. And I find that medication can also block your confidence because I wasn't connecting with the camera either taking medication. There was just a wall between me and the camera and me and the audience. So if you're struggling with camera confidence and you are on medication, that may also be a reason why you feel disconnected from, from your audience. Um, and so self-care is very important and it's a constant thing that I'm learning every day. And I take time out every day to, to walk my 10,000 steps and to, <laughs> and to take time out because it's good for my brain. And I didn't realize that before. It was a very big disconnect. I just wanted to work hard. But I realized by actually stopping and giving myself time out and walking, that's when I get my best ideas for clients, when I'm actually away from the computer and I'm connected to nature. Yeah, that's a really, really um, interesting point. Uh, is meditation a key for you? No. See, no? I go to sleep. See, with my narcolepsy, I will go to sleep within a couple of minutes. So I find that I... I like to be in nature and I like to walk. I guess that's my form of meditation is walking, um, stopping, just being in nature. But if I stop completely, I just find that, yeah, I will be asleep within five minutes. Yeah, well, it's connecting, it's connecting with your creative self and, and breathing and the beautiful negative ions that you get from being out in nature. So if you are struggling with creativity, maybe step away from your desk. It's something that I like to do as well. Step away and get outside, whether it's, you know, in a rainforest or a walk or down by the beach, you'll be surprised at what creativity and what things unblock in your mind. I know it certainly worked for me as well as Rachel. Rachel, how do you maintain your energy and focus? Again, something I think you've had an experience with and I, I have myself is being really, really, really high energy and you talked about it before, go, 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 go and just work and just get it done and then you kind of hit a wall. How do you, as an entrepreneur who's so excited and absolutely loves what you get to do, how do you maintain that even keel of, of energy so that you don't run out? Having an even energy is actually better for you because if you go up and down, you will come down. So if you're really high and up, there will be, there is the law of rhythm, you will come down. So if you are actually more even with your energy and you consistently are aware of that, then there isn't the burnout because you're not trying to find the high and then you're not coming down from that. You are, you can get excited but it is a more even energy. And it's something that I think a lot of people have to learn. You know, you have to learn, you have to teach yourself to have that. I know I've certainly had to, and I'm still teaching myself to have that even keel of energy so that I can, that I can get more done. Uh, it's a marathon rather than a sprint. Whereas yeah. personally, I've done the sprint at different stages of my, my journey. You know, it's been sprint, sprint, sprint. And then, I need a breather and I need a break. And then it's sprint again. And certainly um, talking to you and working out how to try and keep my energy on a more even keel has been most helpful. What would you say to someone who is thinking about following a passion, who is thinking about being creative and being inspired to follow their crazy ideas, but, but they're a little bit scared, you know? Maybe, they're, maybe they've got a side hustle and they're still working in their regular job. Maybe they're working in the regular job that they don't love and they're thinking of a side hustle. There's, there's a little burning design side of them. 
or maybe they are working their business, but it's time to take it up another level. What would you say to them? First thing you want to do is ask a question. And when I was just coming out of redundancy, something I asked myself was, what would it take for an idea to come that is using my skills and making a difference in the world? So that question will be different for you, but really think about the one question that you can ask and wait for that answer. It might take a week, it may take two weeks, but you'll find an answer will come. And for me, what happened was, I had an image that came into my mind at that time. Now, I didn't know if I was going to pick up another video camera at that point. That was after my burnout time. And my image in my mind was completely nuts. Well, you know, it was to me at the time. It was um, an elephant taking a selfie picture, right? So I was having a shower. elephant taking a selfie. Yeah, that was the image in my head. Yeah. And I just thought, where did that come from? I haven't seen elephants do that. Where on earth did this image come from? And I came out of the shower and I I spoke to Michael, my partner. I'm like, oh, I just got this crazy idea. And he's like, oh, wow, that's really different. And I started to research um, if elephants can take photos and I couldn't find anything anywhere. And I started to wonder if the idea wasn't actually mine. So I started to learn a little bit about animal communication. And so I started to actually question that where did that idea come from? And perhaps it was me um, open to the idea or open, my consciousness was open at that time for that message to actually land that I received it. So I actually packed my bags two months later and I headed off to Thailand to find that elephant that actually was in my head. Um, which is, you know, some people would call crazy, but something inside me just knew that I had to do this. So I headed to Thailand and um, the first elephant that I happened to meet had just finished filming a Samsung ad. Now, I didn't know that was going to be the case with his trunk taking selfies. So, wow, how incredible is that, Rachel? I, I know. And the thing was, when I saw that, I thought, you know what, this, this got me here but I know the message is so much more and we wouldn't be doing what we are today because I had every fear. I didn't have a crew with me. I grabbed my camera. So it was just me, my camera gear and wanting to make a difference. And that's how this documentary that we're working on was born. So follow those ideas. Don't think they're crazy because you'll find uh, when you set off and you just take action and you, and you just follow your heart that you just don't know where it's going to take you. So it's ask yourself some questions, listen for the answer, ask again and dose of faith and a dose of action and go for it. Because I guess if, if nothing changes, nothing changes, right? You, you can never know what's waiting for you on the other side of that idea. Yeah, it takes, like we said, a action and faith to take that action. Tell us a little bit more about your documentary. You spoke about um, the elephants then, and I know that you're going off to Africa later this year to complete a passion project. Talk to us about that elephant documentary and the fact that because you've focused on Girl Director and made it so successful, you are now able to do something that is so close to your heart. It's not about the money. It's about something else. The documentary, we show a lot of people and the amount of people that want to work with us because they see the difference that we want to make in the world. It's not about um, the money side. It's about making a difference. It's about um, something that's really close to our heart. 
And the documentary has taken a few years to make. When you set out to make a documentary, you have to be committed. And my fears and things have got in the way, my scepticism around the message. But I've never once thought, no, I'm not going to make this. I've known that I'm going to make this no matter what, no matter how long it takes me. And sometimes documentaries, especially when you're in them and you're filming and you're doing everything, they take a little while to make. And the story as well, it has to be, the world needs to be ready for this story. And I feel that now the world is opening up to different things and and people are more aware, it'll land. Otherwise, when I first set off on this journey five years ago or a bit longer, um, people weren't ready for the message yet. So the documentary, we're heading off to Africa in about two months. We are um, filming an interview and it's about elephant wisdom. It's about um, elephant magic because an elephant has um, ways of communicating and there's a lot of unexplained phenomena in Africa that's been happening with elephants that can be proven. And I've interviewed scientists around telepathic communication and about animals and telepathy. So this is what this doco is about. It's really challenging some ideas and so that people can open up to a new way of seeing elephants. I absolutely love it. And you spoke there about doing everything yourself and that it takes that little bit longer. And you and I both know that entrepreneurs, especially solopreneurs, when they first start something out, often have this issue where they're trying to do everything themselves. So completely relatable. What is your big vision for the elephant documentary? What is your really big picture vision? Where would you like it to go? What would you like it to do in terms of impact? I'd like it to be on Netflix. That's the goal. Netflix and for 20 million people to see it and for uh, it to turn around poachers or to inspire people that have anything to do with elephants on the scale of poaching or um, cruelty, I would love to inspire new thinking. So the people, when they do see an elephant, that they think differently and they think, you know, there is more to these guys than just walking up and having a ride. There's actually a lot more to them. What if I was to walk side by side? What What if I could actually stop and listen to what the elephant's saying and what if I'm silent next to them? What am I picking up? Um, they've got a lot to teach us and I believe that I would really want to shift um, the way people see elephants in this documentary and that's why it's very different because they've got something in this documentary to teach you. So make sure you check it out because there is a lot of messages in there. Wow, that's also amazing. And Rachel does walk the talk and talk the walk and all of that because when I asked her about her big vision, she knew straight away what she wanted to do with this series, not just in terms of impacting people, uh, impacting their lives, but where she wanted it to be seen on Netflix, how many people she wanted it to be seen by. So Rachel was clearly does walk the walk and talk the talk when it comes to goal setting, which is clearly important in every area of your life. What is one message that you'd like to leave with people or even more than one who are thinking about doing something different with their life? They've got a burning desire, but they haven't taken that step yet. What is a parting message that you would like to leave with them? You can create anything you want and you honestly can And there are so many ways and teachers out there that can help you to find out what that is, but start asking questions. And when you become the face of your brand and you start doing videos, everything's going to open up for you. 
even if you're scared to start with, even if you don't know where video is going to take you, it's not about being perfect. It's about just, just starting because being the face of your brand is the most important thing that you can do. You are a TV station right now. You are. And you have to start thinking like one. So what content do you want to create? What kinds of videos that are going to change the world that you want to make that you can possibly think of? Anything's possible. Video is very creative and you can create anything you want. Wow. That was so fantastic. There's been so many amazing takeaways. I hope that you have taken some notes through this entire episode. Rachel, thank you so much. If people want to connect with you, which I'm sure so many will want to connect with you. Where can we find you? You can find us on Facebook under Girl Director or Instagram under Girl Director or you can go to girldirector.com. Thank you so much for having me. It's been such a pleasure to be here. Thanks a lot. Have a great day, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I truly hope you have found it beneficial and have taken some value from it. Hopefully a lot. If you did, please, please share this show with anyone you feel may need to hear it. I would also absolutely love if you would take a minute or two to review this show on iTunes, Stitcher, or whichever platform you happen to be listening to it on. With your help, we can accomplish my mission to positively impact 10 million lives. That would be so awesome. Now, if you want to connect with me or my guests on other platforms, or if you want to send me an email with questions or ideas of guests to interview, please check out the show notes. I am so incredibly grateful to have had your time today and I can't wait to have you on the next episode. Have a great day.